Hello, my name is Branson, and you are listening to the Haney's Creek Cleanup Podcast. Today is the week four upload, and for this week, we will be talking about the water cycle. A common question that is asked is, what is the water cycle? It is such an easy question, but it has a very long answer. This will be the main topic of the day that we will be focusing on. The simple definition of the water cycle is the never-ending loop that water goes through. The main three parts of the cycle are evaporation, condensation, and precipitation. This means that water is always going through a cycle that will repeat itself forever. To understand the water cycle, you need to understand the states of matter. Because you are already in the fourth grade, you should have learned this, but in case you forgot, I can always reteach you. The three states of matter are solid, liquid, and gas. Water is a perfect example of this because everyone has seen and knows all three states of matter that water is in. You may think that you do not know all three states of matter that water is in, but you just never knew what to call it. When water is in the solid form, it is ice. This could be ice that is in glaciers, ice in your cup, or hail that is falling from the sky. When water is in the liquid form, this is the form that you would drink it. This could be in a pool or an ocean. When water is in the gas form, it is in steam or water vapor that is in clouds. This is also what makes the air feel very muggy and very wet. You might be wondering why this happens. Basically, when something gets cold, it gets smaller and closer together. And when something gets hot, it tries to get bigger, farther apart, and expand. This is why ice is in freezers, because freezers are cold, and steam and water vapor is in the sky, is in the sky because it heats up and gets hot. Evaporation is the process where something goes from a liquid into a gas. If you have ever seen boiling water, this is evaporation because the liquid water turns into steam. Steam is also known as water vapor. In the water cycle, this happens when the water is exposed to a lot of heat. Water will evaporate when it is 212 degrees Fahrenheit or 100 degrees Celsius. Water will evaporate in the water cycle, usually when it is exposed to sunlight. This is because sunlight heats things up. Say you left your phone or keys in the car on a hot day. Once you come back to your car, 
the keys or phone will be very hot. This is because the sunlight was reflecting on it and it got really hot. This can happen in the ocean, lakes, ponds, rivers, streams, ditches, pools, or even plants. About 80% of the water that is evaporated comes from oceans because they hold a lot of the water on Earth and they are very big. When I was telling you about all the places evaporation could happen, I mentioned plants. This might be really confusing, and this used to confuse me too. If the leaves of the plant get too hot, the water from the leaves will evaporate. This is one of the reasons why plants always need water, especially when it's a really hot day in the summer. Steam goes into the air and does not just stay on the ground because it is lighter and lighter things float and lighter things will be a bit taller than heavier things. When things get hotter, they expand in size and will make them float easier. This is why a pool float is able to float on the top of water, but a rock will sink to the bottom of the pool. They weigh the same, but the pool float is bigger in size. Condensation is when water in the gas state goes to water in the liquid state. This is what clouds are. The water vapor will collect and get closer to each other and form clouds. As steam cools down, it will become liquid water. Steam has to constantly be heated up, and if not, it will cool down and become a liquid. Clouds are made up of steam that has started to cool down, but is not cold enough to become a liquid. Once the water becomes cold enough to become liquid, it will start collecting other small dots of water until it has enough weight that is do does not float in the air. Precipitation is when rain, snow, sleet, or hail falls to the ground. The rain, snow, sleet, or hail um, can come from the air and usually from clouds. Rain is when water falls in liquid form. Those are usually in raindrops or mist. Snow is when water falls in solid form, but in flecks, so it looks kind of powder or sand. Most solid uh, precipitation is snow. Sleet is a mix of snow and rain. This might mean that it snowed, but then it rained afterward, so it's sort of like this mushy little goo. Hail is balls of water in solid form. They could be tiny little dots or even the size of baseballs. They are really dangerous because they could hurt you or break the windows of your home or your parents' car. This is usually measured in centimeters. An example would be 
that we got three centimeters of snow yesterday. The rain will fall and try to go to the lowest part of, gr of the ground. If the precipitation is snow, sleet, or hail, when it warms up, it will eventually melt, go into liquid water, and then go to the lowest area. This is how all bodies of water are formed. If you were to look at where a lake is, the bottom of the lake is the lowest part of the ground in that area. And that is why water will collect there. Streams and rivers will always flow to the lowest part. That is why a lot of them flow to the oceans, because all the land is high, higher than oceans. They will also take the path of least resistance. What I mean by this is that the river will go around the mountain instead of going up and down the mountain. This all relates to Haney's Creek cleanup project because the whole project is about the creek and what we can do to help and improve the creek. All the water that comes from the creek came from a different place in a place that is higher up in elevation. All the water is washed downstream. This means that if someone dropped a piece of trash that could be kilometers away from the part of Haney's Creek that we are cleaning up and doing the project on, it could even end up in our area of Haney's Creek. The piece of trash could be blown into the street. Then when a storm comes, the water that is in the street picks up the trash and they wash into the gutter. That gutter might lead all the way to Haney's Creek. Then that piece of trash would flow down Haney's Creek for kilometers until it reaches the part of Haney's Creek that we are working with. That one piece of trash could even flow through Haney's Creek all the way into the ocean and then hurt the ecosystem in the ocean. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening to this week's upload of the Haney Creek Cleanup Podcast. Stay tuned in and pay attention for next week's upload. Until then, continue working hard at school, keep up the good grades, and be respectful to your teachers.